0: On today's episode, we're going to be talking about mean arterial pressure and why we use it so much in the ICU. Hey guys, this is Sean from the Nurse Dose Podcast. I am a CVICU nurse of going on six years. And uh, today we're going to be talking about mean arterial pressure or how we like to describe it as uh, the map. Um, So this is a very important topic that um, I'm surprised I haven't really covered. But um, it's something that a lot of the people that follow me on TikTok have wanted to kind of elaborate on. So that's what we're going to do today. But before we get into it, I'm just gonna do a couple of plugs. Um, If you do not follow me on TikTok yet, we are almost 16,000 strong at the time of this recording. So I strongly advise you go over there. I try to do daily uploads on um, little things and sometimes do some little funny skits. So um, if you are not subscribed over there, go ahead and make your way over there. Even if you don't have a TikTok, it's well worth downloading it just to get these little snippets of information um also go ahead and check out my instagram i do a lot of things there Uh, do some stories every now and then with some polls to try and get the information that y'all want out there and also um i'm working on a little project right now that um, i think if you are a new grad or someone who is going into the icu or thinking about going into the icu or any other kind of different acuity i think it'll really benefit you so um keep on the lookout for that I know it's been a while since I've made a podcast and I've kind of been focusing on my TikTok as of late. Um, but I really miss making my podcast. So we are going to get back into it and I'm going to be doing it a whole lot more. Um, I've actually moved again and, uh, this room that I'm in now is way better for podcast and recording. So I'm way more motivated to do it here. So you will hear much more of this in the future and the, um, audio quality hopefully is a lot better as well. Now let's go ahead and get into the essence of the episode today, and that is mean arterial pressure. But before we get into what mean arterial pressure is, I think it's best if we go back to the basics and talk about what systolic and diastolic pressures are. Everyone in the medical field knows what a blood pressure is. So it's the pressure that is generated in your body um during uh whenever the heart contracts and whenever it is in a real relaxed state um, so the term that we use for when the heart contracts and the pressure that is generated during that is called systolic pressure and like i said that is whenever the heart pumps it's going to be the maximum pressure that is generated during that contraction uh, throughout your whole body now during the relaxation state um, when the heart is filling and there is no active pump going on at least by the heart that is going to be your diastolic state and like i said this is the filling state um and uh of note, and something that we're going to be talking about here pretty soon when it comes to map is you are in a diastolic state for twice as long as you are in a systolic state now let me just kind of reiterate what that means so The amount of time that you are at that peak pressure that the heart produces during systole, you are going to be at that state half the time that you are in a diastolic state. So you're in a relaxed state where the heart is filling two times longer than you are in a state wherein the heart is actually pumping and producing that pressure. But something that might be confusing people is if the diastolic pressure is the pressure when the heart is relaxed, then what is causing there to even be a pressure at all? And um, this is something that I kind of addressed in one of my videos, but it is your vessels in your body are elastic and um, they do exert a force on the fluid that is present inside, which is your blood. So there's inherently going to be a pressure. So the more, basically, if you think about it, the more fluid you put into an elastic vessel, the more pressure you're going to get back. So that is going to be your diastolic pressure is basically the pressure of your vessels pushing back on the blood that is just at rest in your body. So this is why you can have pressures like 120 over 80. I mean, 80 seems to be pretty substantial pressure when it comes down to it. It's, you know, almost 100 you know if your blood pressure is 120 over 80 that's that's a 40 um millime- millimeters of mercury difference in the blood pressure between the systolic and the diastolic so it is pretty significant the amount of pressure that can be achieved by the body during diastole however whenever you have some kind of defects especially defects in the heart um, so particularly valve problems you can have really low diastolic pressures and that is why stuff in terms like mean arterial pressure come into play because it is very important that we look at the mean pressure, the average pressure that the body and that the organs are experiencing whenever we are talking about organ perfusion because that one little point in time where the heart is contracting and making that peak pressure The organ isn't going to be experiencing that for the majority of the time, because like we said, the body is in a diastolic state two times longer than a systolic state. So that is why it's so important to average out the pressures. And that is basically what MAP is. It's our mean arterial pressure. So mean is another word for average. So before we get any farther into it, let's talk about what the equation for MAP is. So MAP is equal to the systolic blood pressure plus two times the diastolic pressure divided by three. So in this equation, you can see what I was talking about earlier, that we are in a diastolic state two times longer than we are a systolic state, and that's why we do two times diastolic blood pressure plus your systolic blood pressure. Then you do all that divided by three because you basically have three pressures there, so you're getting the average of them, and um, that gives you your MAP, your mean arterial pressure. So why do we use mean arterial pressure instead of systolic to determine how well an organ is being perfused? So let's say we have somebody who has a systolic of like 100 or 110. A lot of people would say that is a pretty good systolic pressure and that the organ should be perfused well with that kind of pressure. But then if you have some kind of valve issue like mitral or aortic regurgitation which decreases your diastolic pressure sometimes pretty significantly and you have a diastolic pressure of 20 or 30 your map is going to be below where we usually want it to be in terms of perfusing organs so a lot of the times and it, it will different from specialty to specialty but for the most part most doctors most intensivists want to keep your map somewhere around 65 i've had 60 to 65 above that and people are usually happy. Now there are some specialties like neuro where they want a MAP a little bit higher and sometimes they do have a target for your systolics. But for the most part, they do talk about your MAP being important. Sometimes they want 70s or 80s for your MAP. But getting back to our example, if we have a patient that has a systolic of 110, which in the normal world is you know great, but then they have, like we said, aortic regurgitation and due to that they have a diastolic of 30, you come out with a mean arterial pressure of 57 and a lot of doctors especially cardiologists would not be happy with this pressure because it is going to uh, cause some perfusion issues which could lead to decreased urine output could lead to mentation issues Um, it just it starts causing defects in organ um, function so that is why it is important that we look at the map this patient looks perfect when it comes to the systolic pressure, but when it comes to MAP, they are not perfusing as well as they probably should. And now another reason why using the MAP is really important, even in specialties that are not intensive or, you know, they're not intensive care. Um, For the most part, a lot of these manufacturers for um, non-invasive blood pressure cuffs or blood pressure monitoring, whenever the blood pressure cuff goes off, usually what is happening is the cuff is only measuring the mean arterial pressure or the MAP and then it's estimating what the systolic and diastolic are. So do you want to go off something that is an estimate or do you want to go off something that is an actual measurement? So that is another reason, like I had somebody comment on one of my TikTok videos saying that um, they never use MAP in like med surge or step down. And this is my argument for why they probably should. Um, If if you're using a number that is just estimated, you are only estimating your care. So if you really wanted to do the patient right, you would use your MAP. If the MAP is not adequate for perfusion, you need to treat that, even if the estimated systolic is acceptable. So... I mentioned earlier that a um, cardiac dysfunction like a valve issue, particularly aortic regurgitation, could cause an extremely low uh, diastolic pressure. And if you've followed the podcast for a while, been on my Instagram, been on my TikTok, you probably already know the answer why this happens. But so like we were talking earlier, your diastolic pressure is caused by the um, elasticity of your vessels kind of pushing back against the blood and causing that inert um, pressure. Now, what that is pushing against, because the blood is not going forward, or it is going forward, and but it, it cannot go backwards in a normal heart because the aortic valve is closed. But whenever you have aortic regurgitation, that blood is allowed to go backwards back into the heart, which means less fluid for the vessels to kind of push on to exert that pressure so that is why you have a low diastolic with things such as aortic regurgitation um, and It also you can have a low diastolic because of low fluid status if you have a trauma patient who has lost a lot of blood there is a good chance that even though your heart is good you're probably still going to have a low diastolic um, until you actually uh, get them resuscitated so I hope this helped y'all understanding why MAP is so important, uh, not only in critical care, but also in all um, aspects of healthcare. And why we should probably focus on it a little bit more and why intensivists and you know cardiologists, why they focus on it so much themselves. Um, if y'all have any comments or questions, feel free to reach out to me on my website, my TikToks, my Instagram. Uh, My Instagram is at NurseDoseOfficial. My TikTok is at NurseDose. And then the website is www.NurseDose.org. Like I said in the beginning, stay tuned for uh, many different projects that I'm working on. um, And any suggestions that y'all have for episodes that y'all want to hear or any topics you want covered, uh, please reach out to me. Um, Yeah, that's all I got for today. So um, I'll talk to y'all later. Bye.